Hi, I'm Clarissa, and you are listening to Listen and Know, a premenstrual disorder health podcast. This podcast is for women who are struggling with premenstrual disorders, PMDs. I'll be talking about everything from symptoms to treatments to coping strategies. If you're new to PMDs, you're not alone. Millions of women around the world suffer from these conditions, and yet PMDs are still relatively unknown and misunderstood. That's why I'm here. I want to raise awareness of PMDs and help women who are struggling to find the support they need. I'll be releasing new episodes every week, so be sure to subscribe and leave me a rating and a review. And if you have any questions or topics that you'd like me to cover, please let me know. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join me on this journey to better understand and manage PMDs. Please note, this podcast might bring up topics that are sensitive in nature because we share personal experiences with PMDs. Hey, you guys, welcome back to Listen and Know. Thank you for hanging in with me the past month. So the first two weeks of my past month, I had crazy PMDD, and I talked about the struggle to get an episode on, and then I got sick. And it's not that the cold itself was bad, but the lingering cough lasted two weeks, and I literally could not speak without hacking up a lung. I would try and sit down to podcast, and I would just start coughing and I just needed to hold off until I was feeling a little bit better. So I am almost there. I still cough a little bit, but feeling so much better. That cold was crazy. I have not been that sick in a long time. Anyway, so I am in the throes of summer. My family is home. So if you hear things in the background, I apologize, (laughs) but I'm in the throes of summer with my family and I am just in this maintenance mode of, I'm being present with my family, but I really still want to get out these PMD episodes for you. And this one's going to be really good. So we're kind of moving back out of the coaching realm and we're kind of coming back into the hormone realm. And I'm really excited to talk about this today because over the past couple of months, I had had clients and students talk about this symptom that they were experiencing And I got curious as to if it was connected to hormones. And so I started doing some research and sure enough, uh, what we're going to talk about is connected to hormones. So that is so stellar because yet again, there's proof of how important our hormones are to our body and how important it is for us to know where our hormones are at so that we can, uh, pull that information and pull those messages in order to be able to listen you know, and then know our bodies and be able to act on that. And that is why this whole podcast is called Listen and Know. But um, before we begin going into this, I just want to say thank you to those who have listened. It means a lot to me to hear that you have learned something, you have enjoyed uh, listening, and the examples that I give and stories that I give are applicable to you. I really appreciate that feedback. It always helps any podcast to leave ratings and reviews. So if you have time, I would love that or even comments on the Adagio Fit site on the posts. But you can get this podcast anywhere. So if you can share this with family and friends, that would actually mean the most to me of somebody who might be able to utilize this information and learn more about their bodies. Um, Remember that this podcast has a focus on premenstrual disorders, specifically premenstrual dysphoric disorder. That is the specific disorder that I actually have. And I kind of, um, 
give these health topics in realms of looking at uh, premenstrual disorders and how to better our lives or understand better our bodies through uh, educating and then applying. So just remember that, but there is going to be something that you can learn from this because this is going to affect everybody's body actually. So we are going to be talking about having vertigo and being dizzy today. So dizziness is a common symptom that affects people all ages. Uh, It can be caused by a number of things specifically. And for this podcast, we're going to talk about the changes in hormones. When I think of dizziness, the very first thing I think of is my grandpa's big willow tree and he had a tire swing on it. (laughs) And as a kid, we would wind that tire swing. I mean, the swing was probably 20 feet long, the, the rope on it, on the tire swing. And we would wind that tire swing as high as we could reach and let it go. And the person who was in that tire would spin and spin and spin. And then we would get out as fast as we could and try and run to the garage door. Cause that was maybe 30 feet away. And we would just laugh at each other and we would make ourselves so sick. Then the second dizziness thing that I thought of was, uh, on the movie Sandlot when they ride the, uh, I can't even think of what it's called the Gravitron and the tequila music's playing because they had all just drank and they're so sick and they throw up. So that was the second one. And then the third uh, dizziness story that I thought of was when I had just had my first baby and I got out of bed uh, the next morning. So I had my baby, uh, my first daughter around 1230 at night. And I got out of bed the next morning, probably around eight or nine o'clock to use the restroom and I got dizzy and I passed out. So those were the three stories of dizziness that first came to my mind that I recalled. Now, two of those had to do with our physical happenings, our circumstances, right? The tire swing and the Gravitron spinning around. Um, oh, it wasn't the Gravitron. It was like the, the egg beater one, right? Yeah, it was the egg beater one. Anyway, I digress. But the third one had a lot more to do with what was happening within my body than the circumstances around me or uh, than my body in the environment. It was what was going on inside. So dizziness can be caused by hormone changes. So hormones, again, to reiterate, those of you who haven't joined me before, welcome, but to iterate, reiterate, Hormones are chemical messengers that are sent from different areas of our body to help control the functions and systems of our body. They're chemical messengers. They control our mood. They control our sleep. They control reproduction. uh, They control our hunger. And I need to turn my phone on. The primary reason for dizziness before our period though, and during our period is due to these hormonal changes. So there are three different areas we are going to focus on today in hormones. And the first one is going to be estrogen. So estrogen rises twice during the menstrual cycle, during the ovulation phase. And then in the luteal phase, it has during the ovulation phase at the end of, well, during the follicular phase with the mini ovulation phase, it peaks 
for just a couple of days. But then during the luteal phase, which is the second half of the cycle, it gradually increases, doesn't peak as high as ovulation phase, but it gradually increases. And then it stays at a high before your body, before hormones, let your brain and body know that you are or are not pregnant. And if you are not, the estrogen drops off and goes back down to base level. If you are, the estrogen then continues to build and rise so you can house that baby. So during that um, luteal phase, during the phase where the estrogen rises and stays high, this tends to be the time that we, we as women uh, or as menstruators experience a uh, sort of dizziness. As estrogen levels fluctuate, this can affect blood glucose levels. So your blood sugar levels as glucose levels rise and fall, the body cells may not uh, receive a steady supply of energy, which can lead to fatigue and dizziness. So I like to explain to my clients that blood sugar is kind of like sound waves. So if you've ever seen pictures of sound waves, we have a if we have a bigger sound, we have really high highs and really low lows. And then if we have a higher pitch sound, it's more level in its waves uh, and more constant. So it looks like more of a straight line, but it's not. We want our blood sugar to have as little of movement as possible. Now that's not all the way possible to have no movement because then you'd be dead. But it's more of the fact that Uh, the less movement, the less fluctuation, the less mood swings, the less energy dips we are going to have. So the the food choices that we make and when we eat uh, all play into those rises and falls of blood sugar levels of our blood glucose levels. When they rise and fall too fast, that can cause a massive amount of dizziness in our bodies. Also, estrogen plays a role in maintaining our balance and our coordination. For PMDD, since we are hypersensitive to those shifting hormones, even if they are normal hormone levels and other uh, premenstrual disorders, when those levels shift, most women tend to experience some sort of clumsiness. I've talked about before the study done that brains can change up to 35% of activeness and in response and cognition function during this luteal phase. So during the second half of your cycle. And so as we are looking at how estrogen rises and we are losing coordination, this can cause uh, like knocking over like a glass of water or dropping, you know, your phone, even though you're just trying to hold on to it, uh, the inability to text the right letters on your phone, or even writing sometimes is hard because that coordination is not there. So we have this higher estrogen and we're doing fine when the estrogen is, is in normal ranges, but at the end of your cycle, if you are not Uh, pregnant and those fall off, they tend to fall off at a pretty steep decline. And so what happens is as those estrogen levels decline, the chemical messengers are not getting messages to, from our brain to our inner ear and back. So our ears are what um, helps us keep our balance. So then we have this miscommunication between our brains and our ears 
caused by the dropping of estrogen. And therefore we experience this dizziness because we are literally not coordinated uh, and inside our body is not coordinated. I think that's fascinating. So estrogen can fluctuate our dizziness due to our blood glucose. Um, a tool for that would be to eat every two to three hours, eat something small every two to three hours full of healthy proteins, healthy fats, and a healthy carb. And um, you want to eat all three of those to keep that blood glucose level very even instead of, you know, just having all sugar or, um, you can do only protein and fat, but you carbohydrates do play an essential role in keeping our brain function healthy. So there's, there's that side of things too. So we have our blood glucose levels, which that tool is to eat every two to three hours. Sometimes I have to set my smartwatch two hours to remind me to eat and to get me up eating. Cause I tend to, uh, get lost in the flow of work. And then the second part of estrogen is that balance and coordination where as the estrogen drops, there is miscommunication between our brains and the fluids in our ears. And so then we have dizziness that we not we can't necessarily control. And we'll talk a little bit about things we can do to limit this symptom, but, uh, you, we have no control over the lack of communication between the brain and the ears. All right. The second hormone we are going to talk about is progesterone. So progesterone also rises during the follicular phase during ovulation, and then also rises and then stays high for an extended period of time during, uh, the luteal phase again. So progesterone, um, changes blood pressure. There is a suggestion that's suggestion. I should say that I need to say that there's a suggestion that progesterone changes blood pressure. Now, progesterone slows down our, our systems. It makes us relax. It's kind of the, I'm just along for the ride type of passenger in our bodies. So it will slow down your digestive system. It's going to slow down uh, again, your reaction time. Well, what is happening is our blood veins, our veins are expanding. And so there is a higher, a higher need for blood in our body. So our, our body is pumping more blood because not only do we have this, uh, expansion of the veins, but we also have more blood in our body due to the idea that our body is assuming it's pregnant for those first two weeks of post ovulation before our period. So we have this higher amount of blood. Our body is also preparing the lining of the uterus. So it's working extra hard. And so this progesterone may change the blood pressure, uh, slowing things down, helping us feel more relaxed and getting blood to the places that it needs to go. So then we're changing blood pressure. So I, this topic specifically on dizziness was brought up because I had two students on the same day in my weights class have to lay down and put and, or sit down and put their head between their knees because they were getting really dizzy. And we weren't, I specifically focused my classes on making sure we don't get up and down a lot, but there is a point where 
even in harder weights work where you are going up and down, especially like on a leg day, when you're doing lunges, you are going up and down, but their heart, their heart was not able to keep up with the need of blood flow and that blood pressure, uh, dysregulation was causing this dizziness. Well, I asked both of my students where they were at in their cycle after class. And they both let me know they were in the luteal phase right before their period started. So then we have this change of blood pressure and that, that was the, the catalyst to me wondering if this had to do with hormones, because usually we experience a dizziness in the menstrual cycle, the menstrual phase of our cycle. And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. So um, there's something to be said about that progesterone being high that can cause that blood pressure. So then as you're working out, your blood is having a hard time getting pumped because your heart is working overtime. And then we have that dilation of the veins and we just can't keep up. And so our head loses the ability to have enough oxygen. And so then we start getting that dizziness, right? Okay. So the third one that I want to focus on is prostaglandins. So prostaglandins are a group of lipids made at uh, sites where there is tissue damage or infection dealing with injury and illness. Now that sounds like it has nothing to do <laughs> with hormones, but it does because the lipids, lipids are a certain specific type of fat and lipids are created by getting chemical messengers to that site, uh, in our body. So when I talk about having tissue damage or infection, I'm talking about when you may be lifting weights and you are causing striations in your muscles to allow your muscles to then grow more muscle. It's not just layered on top. It's actually split. And then those splits fill in, uh, in our muscles. And so then we have the message that our brain sends to these lipids that we need to make more in order to repair this damage and inflammation. Well, on top of that, then when you think of, uh, if you put this in the lens of a premenstrual disorder with the inflammation that happens within a female brain and a female body during the time that the estrogen is high. So estrogen can cause your joints to be sore. It can cause your gums to bleed because what it's doing is it's softening the body, prepping the body for, uh, for pregnancy, if it is pregnant, people who are more sensitive to those rises in estrogen are going to find that they have more inflammation, more sore joints, uh, worse cramps, those kinds of things. Cause cramping is even also, uh, inflammation and, uh, damage to the tissue because it's a muscle, right? We're, we're contracting and releasing that muscle. And so then we have these lipids that are going to control the process of inflammation and blood flow and formation of blood clots. And these lipids, these prostaglandins, I just want to say it right, are also the hormones that induce labor. 
So then when we think about what that is causing within our body, that can cause, that is a serious sign of, or can cause a dizziness within the female cycle, because even going through the menstruation phase is a small likeness of what labor is like, right? We're shedding those tissues. All right. So those are kind of the three main hormone areas. We have estrogen, progesterone, and prostaglandins that we're talking about within uh, what hormones could possibly make you dizzy. But let's talk about maybe some other things that could make you dizzy because I did want to talk about um, in the menstruation phase, we have the loss of blood, right? And that can absolutely make a female feel very dizzy because it, it can be a lot of blood, especially if you have a heavy flow in your menstrual cycle. Um, or if you go through any sort of, uh, labor, like I did with my daughter, when I was done laboring, I had that huge loss of blood and passed out. Um, when, oh, this is a good one too. When I, um, miscarried my baby, I, was bleeding and we couldn't get me to stop bleeding. And I passed out. I remember telling my husband kind of vulnerable story here, you know, sensitive story here, but I remember telling my husband, I was sorry because I was dying and I knew it. And I remember telling him, I'm so sorry that I couldn't stop bleeding and please take care of the girls. And that was kind of the last thing that I remember like, Oh, I'm, I'm leaving. Here I go. And, uh, it was because I was still bleeding out. And so thankfully I'm here, but you know, that's a miracle. And I need to hold on to that miracle in my life. And I do to remind myself to live fully every single day, but coming back to dizziness. So having low estrogen can actually also attribute to dizziness, hot flashes, hot sweats, uh, night sweats. I have hot sweats. I like to wear them around the house. (laughs) hot flashes and night sweats, uh, low estrogen and dizziness in fatigue in headaches and anxiety and depression. So when I look at the symptoms of hot flashes, night sweats, fatigue, headaches, anxiety, and depression, I am reminded of the symptoms of PMDD. Those are some of the boxes that you need to tick in order to be able to be diagnosed with PMDD. And so those are also, but those are also things that women experience during, uh, menopause and our perimenopause. And those are things that women experience post labor. And it's because of those shifts of hormones, those estrogen, the estrogen that was once being produced, that's not anymore. So having too high of estrogen can cause dizziness, but having too low of estrogen can also cause dizziness. I'm sorry that that was a little bit out of order. We should have talked about that when we were talking about high estrogen. Um, but isn't that interesting that anxiety can cause dizziness? When I think about the relation to that, when I've had anxiety attacks, I am breathing so heavy. I'm taking so much oxygen into my blood that then a lot of the times in my personal anxiety attacks, I will stop breathing because my blood has enough oxygen and my husband will like have to shake me to remind me to breathe. And those anxiety attacks as hard as they are, I do know that I get really dizzy in those because I'm breathing so fast and so heavy, like my teeth will buzz. And that's because my body has this excess amount of estrogen and there is a lack of communication in my body due to this anxiety that is rushing through this fight or flight response um, that is rushing through my body 
uh, even in just normal, safe happening circumstances within uh, my life. So then there's also like uh, headaches. So you can get hormonal headaches and that usually happens during uh, the, the fall of the estrogen into the menstruation phase. So from luteal into the menstruation phase, you're going to get those hormonal headaches. A lot of that can be solved. And we're going to talk about this, but a lot of these hot flashes, night sweats, fatigues, headaches, anxiety, depression can be solved by healthy diet and also electrolytes. So we're going to talk about this in just a little bit. Um, well, or right now let's first talk about exercise. So Exercise can help improve your balance and coordination when we talked about that progesterone being high. So as we exercise, we're kind of giving ourselves like a sort of buffer insurance. So as our hormones fluctuate, other areas and other capabilities and agility of our body can take over and help supplement that as that, that progesterone is high, um, avoiding caffeine and alcohol. So these substances make dizziness worse. Caffeine specifically, and especially for those who uh, might use like a pre-workout as your estrogen and progesterone are high, as you use caffeine, it is going to stimulate your heart and stimulate and change your blood pressure. And then we are working with that idea that, and the suggested studies that having high progesterone can cause dizziness. So then you're putting a stimulant on top of something that is a chemical that is already going through your body. And we are just, you know, making things even worse. Getting sleep is super important for our balance, for our coordination, right? When we don't sleep, we can, we can be very uncoordinated. We can be very clumsy. Um, when you have PMDD or any sort of severe PMD, sleep is really difficult because as your estrogen and progesterone are high, they tend to disrupt your sleep. You tend to get very vivid nightmares. So then you're not sleeping well, but it's actually a stage in your cycle that you actually need to sleep more and rest more. So it's kind of interesting that the body doesn't function that way, but the need is greater. So you have to slow down exponentially more than most people who might not have a PMD because we're not sleeping as much and we need that extra rest too. Um, okay. Healthy diet. So uh, what I was talking about a little bit earlier, eating the least processed food as possible, food in its wholest form, anything that comes with an ingredient label, technically anything we do to food is processing it. So even washing a carrot would be processing it. And so we want food to be as little as processed as possible. Um, that's kind of like a very easy way to look at what we are consuming. Um, if we're not eating enough or the right things, we talked a little bit about this, our blood sugar can go wonky, really high highs, really low lows. And then we're experiencing the dizziness from that, but we could also experience dizziness from not fueling our body. We could also experience dizziness from having too much sugars in our body and not a balanced amount of macronutrients. Um, we could, uh, have worse coordination and balance because we might be carrying extra weight on our body and then it puts more stress on our joints. 
and then causes the extra weight can cause uh, the inability to make the right harmony of hormones for your body. Um, in something practical that you can do, wearing good shoes, wearing the right shoes can help you keep balance. So something that has a really nice foundation. Um, if you are experiencing balance problems, consider uh, using a cane or a walker to stay more stable. You can sit down. Uh, you can put your, you can lay down. Just be careful when you're getting up. Uh, the suggestions are to, you know, to be safe, to don't drive machinery or pull over if you are experiencing some sort of dizzy spell while you are, you know, going through this. And finally, remembering that if you are taking any sort of medication, you could have a side effect of dizziness because a lot of medications work uh, by changing hormones in our bodies or changing the chemical makeup in our body and how our body works. So just be aware of that. There are also medications you can take to help with dizziness and they help the ears in the brain communicate. And, um, but there are myriads of things you can do before you head into the realm of, you know, going to the doctor and I'm not against that, but I just want to reiterate, you know, the things you can do exercise, avoiding caffeine and alcohol, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water that, uh, that was something that I skipped over, um, drinking enough water, getting electrolytes. Electrolytes will help your brain function properly. I cannot uh, emphasize that enough in all realms of health for everybody. Everybody's going to need at least a little bit of electrolytes um, substitution and supplementation. If you want to know about that, you can listen to the last episode about it. I specifically talk about electrolytes in that episode and the benefits of them for our bodies and for our brains. So so cool that dizziness can be caused by, I mean, a myriad of things, but it can be related to and within the hormone realm. So as we take care of our hormones, as we choose to listen to those messages and know what they are saying, that we can then uh, help our body stay balanced and coordinated and uh, be able to be up and moving with our families and our friends and our coworkers and uh, not get those dizzy spells nearly as much as we possibly could if we were not taking care of ourselves. So I hope you guys learned something today. I learned something knowing the three hormones that played a main role in affecting our balance and our coordination. And uh, if you learned something, I would love to know what you learned, or if you have any questions about this, feel free to comment and reach out. And I will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for listening to Listen and Know. I hope you found this episode helpful and informative. Also, if you know someone who might benefit from this information and these ideas, please share this podcast and send people to the Adagio Fit website and Instagram account where there are more resources, past podcast episodes, and the ability to coach with me. Also, if you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover, please let me know. I want to remind you that you are not alone. Millions of women around the world suffer from PMDs, and there is help available. 
If you are struggling, please reach out to your doctor or a mental health professional. There are also many online resources available, such as my website, adagiofit.com, the Premenstrual Disorders Association website, pmda.org, or the International Association for Premenstrual Disorders, iapmd.org. Remember, help is personal and possible. You are not alone. Thank you for listening. Please note, this podcast is in no way to replace your primary care health doctor. I am not a doctor or a professional, and I ask that you consult with yours before you make any significant health changes. Thanks.